Okay. Good evening, everyone. I want to say thank you to Pastor and Sister Green for allowing me to share my testimony, as well as all of you for taking the time to listen today. Like others who have shared theirs, my testimony will include dark moments in mine and other people's lives. But my testimony is not intended to glorify me or make me comfortable. It's to glorify God and to show his mercy and grace, his provision, and how in every situation he allowed me to be in, he stayed by my side. My mom got pregnant while her and my dad were dating. My mom's family did not agree with different races being together, and they wanted her to have an abortion. She chose life, and I can't thank her enough for that. But the day I was born, my grandfather came to the hospital, and he met a baby he couldn't have possibly loved more. That same week, he retired so he could spend as much time with me as possible. He was a great man, and I loved him dearly. As a child, I quickly realized my parents struggled with drugs and alcohol. With the addictions came fights, fear, pain, and me finding my safe place behind the couch. I saw many things as a child, but some things I carried with me through my adult years were anger, fear, a misunderstanding of love, and the need to be perfect. When I was eight, my parents finally had enough and ended their relationship. I stayed with my mom and saw my dad every week. Shortly after my parents separated, my mom met a man who seemed to be the answer to prayers. It was good for a couple of years, but it didn't last, and she spiraled back into dirt addiction. It had always spent, I had always spent a lot of time with friends in their homes, and one of those who lived across the street we had known for many years, and it was not unusual for me to stay there regularly. Unfortunately, when I was 11, my friend's godfather attempted to sexually abuse me. I was able to get away from him, but I never told my parents or anyone about it until I was 25 and pregnant, and I finally told my husband. During my seventh grade year, <clears throat> things seemed to get worse, and it didn't take long for my school to take notice. I went to a small Lutheran church school at my grandfather's request. My mom had started dating a new guy in a band, which meant they spent many nights out, and so did I. My home life really started to show out of my grades, attitude, obvious lack of sleep, and the constant smell of cigarette smoke in my clothes. My, teacher, my teachers would complain, and I remember having to sometimes wear my gym clothes, and once I even wore clothes out of the lost and found. Eventually, CPS was called and visited me at school. At that time, my dad was doing well and sober. He has always had a good job and had just bought a house in Hutto. The court ended up sending me to live with him, which at first I was very much against. But truthfully, it was the best thing for me at the time. During the rest of my seventh grade year and throughout my eighth grade year, my dad and I had a good relationship. He was sober and very involved. But unfortunately, my, my relationship with my mother had changed. It decreased greatly to the point where we had went months without speaking. My dad worked a lot, 
So I spent many weekends with my grandmother helping her clean houses and commercial buildings. I wouldn't say we were close, but she was all I had at the time. She believed I needed to be thin, wear makeup, and dress appealing if I was ever to get a husband. She would weigh me and watch how much I ate. This is when I started struggling with starving myself. Once I started high school, things started to change with my dad. His old drinking habits started up again, and soon they became the norm, the norm in our household. During my sophomore year, I started to have moments of rebellion, which I would quickly regret because with his drinking came his anger. Many nights I would drive us home from the bar, and it wouldn't take long for the verbal lashing out to start. I felt very alone during these times. My mom, my mom and I didn't really have a relationship anymore, and I never told my grandfather or my uncle how hard things were at home. This was a big time of confusion for me. I never knew what to expect. Some days were good, and some days I wanted to run away and never come back. As a form of control, I was also exposed to multiple suicide attempts and threats from my family. My life was controlled by fear. When I turned 16, like many girls, I started to crave the attention of boys. I wanted love, and unfortunately, I confused that with attention. By this time, I had already gotten in trouble for talking to guys, but clearly I still hadn't learned my lesson. At the end of my junior year, my dad found out I was dating and he kicked me out. My mom let me live with her during the summer, but once senior year started, my, started back, my dad told me to come home. But things were not better and started to get worse. In September of my senior year, I felt that I had had enough. I didn't understand why God had just left me in this situation. So I decided I was going to take my own life. I came home, wrote a letter to my parents. I got a knife, went to the bathroom, locked the door, and got in the tub. I remember looking at my wrists and thinking how weak. It won't take long or much to end this. I grabbed the knife but my hands started to shake uncontrollably. And in that moment, for the first time, <laughs> I started to cry out to God. I remember feeling his comfort it was almost like someone was holding my hand on the other side of that bathtub. A month later, a friend of mine invited me to hang out at his friend's apartment. And there I met the man who would one day be my husband. After being friends for about a year and a half, Landon had finally asked me out. And God started to show me a new life. His family took me in rather quickly and soon became people I felt I couldn't live without, which scared me. They invited me to a Pentecostal church, and well, it was different, but I wasn't ready to change yet. Shortly after I turned 19, I was kicked out again after a fight with my dad. I chose not to go back and moved in with my aunt and uncle. 
During that time, I started to really struggle with loving and trusting Landon, so much so that I started to self-sabotage, but God wasn't having it. He quickly pulled me back in. He started to change my focus and help me see I could have something better. I had kept many things from Landon, but God was starting to bring them to light, such as my eating disorder and my relationship with my dad. Landon didn't run, though. Instead, he stayed, made me accountable and taking better care of myself, and started to help me put up necessary boundaries with my family. I didn't grow up in a Pentecostal church. My family is Lutheran and Catholic. I didn't understand the battle that went on spiritually. But after we got married, I learned quickly I was in a war, a war I didn't know how to fight. A friend of ours invited us to Austin First Church shortly after we got married. And here I was finally starting to learn what I was up against and that I would have to choose to fight for my soul, my marriage, my family, or let the enemy take it from me. I didn't have the Holy Ghost yet. People had told me I did, but it never felt true. Lan and I had been struggling in our marriage, so one night at home, I just felt so overwhelmed with fear and hopelessness. I got on the floor and asked God, what do I do? I can't lose my marriage. I need you to help me. I need your strength. And it felt like I was literally just pouring out every piece of me on the floor until there was nothing left. But then it was like he spoke to me and said for me to lift my head. And there on the floor of our spare bedroom, I received the gift of the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. I want to read Psalm 61, 2-4. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee, when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of thy wings. When we had our daughter, I felt God really start to deal with me about my relationship with my parents. I'm sad to say, but talking to them was not something I always looked forward to or cared about. But I knew I needed to heal and to forgive. I couldn't move on, and neither could they. I'm happy to say things have changed immensely with them. We are constantly a work in progress, but we are healing. Recently, someone told me that what goes on with my parents isn't about me, and truthfully, it hurt to hear that. I realized it was because I never felt it was. But they were right. God has and continues to change my life. I'm his, his daughter who he pursues, loves, and wants, and that is enough for me. God continues to help me heal. He helps me overcome fear and anger. I no longer believe love is performance-based. He has shown me what love is and how to give it freely. God has blessed me with a beautiful family, a husband who makes me feel safe, and every day he continues to mold me teaching me to trust him more and more. He is restoring my relationship with my parents, so much so that my dad is attending a church. And on December 12th, 2021, my mom was baptized in the name of Jesus here at Austin First Church. 
Jesus has been holding my hand since the day I was an unexpected baby in the womb, the scared girl behind the couch, the young teen starving herself and ready to commit suicide, and now a wife and mother trying to live for him. He is my strong tower. I hope my testimony can show what forgiveness can do and how necessary it is if you ever want to truly have peace and grow in your walk with God. Thank you.